Welcome to the audio podcast of Dwell in the Word from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. Bible readings and devotional commentary to help you grow in faith by dwelling in God's Holy Word. Welcome to Dwell in the Word. Today is June 10th. It is Friday. And as I've mentioned before, I'm starting to love me some Fridays because we get to say a prayer out of piercing heaven. Today we are saying a prayer from Philip Doddridge, a prayer entitled, A Prayer for Our Children. Let us pray. Lord, may you answer our united prayers with peace. Pour out your spirit on our families and your blessing on our children that they may grow up before you as willow trees by the river, that they may be a comfort to their parents, a support to the church, and a name and a praise to you. Amen. Okay, we are going to be taking a look at the sixth chapter of Galatians. We're finishing it up today. And that would entail us reading from verse 1 through verse 18 of chapter 6. Hear the word of the Lord. Brothers, If anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. Bear one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. But let each one test his own work, and then his reason to boast will be in himself alone and not in his neighbor. For each will have to bear his own load." Let the one who is taught the word share all good things with the one who teaches. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, that will he also reap. For the one who sows his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption. But the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. And let us not grow weary of doing good. For in due season we will reap if we do not give up. So then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone and especially to those who are of the household of faith. See with what large letters I am writing to you with my own hand. It is those who want to make a good showing in the flesh who would force you to be circumcised, and only in order that they may not be persecuted for the cross of Christ. For even those who are circumcised do not themselves keep the law, but they desire to have you circumcised that they may boast in your flesh. But far be it from me to boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. For neither circumcision counts for anything, nor uncircumcision, but a new creation. And as for all who walk by this rule, peace and mercy be upon them, and upon the Israel of God. From now on, let no one cause me trouble, for I bear on my body the marks of Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit, brothers. Amen. As we come here to the close of Galatians 6, we continue to see Paul's tone shifting a little bit again, don't we? Uh, he is very concerned with their holy living. And this seems kind of interesting because Paul's tone has been harsh, but yet he's telling people to help people with their transgressions with a spirit of gentleness. Paul's had anything but a spirit of gentleness earlier on, right? But notice what the distinction is. Uh, these are transgressions. Uh, he wants them to be brought along. He wants them to be restored. What he's been concerned about in the letter is false teaching. That's why he is uh, so upset. And, and we sort of see this. He is upset in other books about sin and about um, transgressions of people. But when it comes to doctrine, he is very, very strong here, right? We, we don't want to teach something false about Christ. When it comes to sin, yes, be strong on it, but restore them with a spirit of gentleness. But notice what Paul has to say here. 
the people who are going to do this, they're to keep watch on themselves because they could be tempted as well. Notice his heart here. He he wants these people to be restored, but he's saying, don't get caught up in this yourself. But yet, what does he want? He wants people to bear one another's burdens, that they might fulfill the law of Christ, that they might love God and their neighbor. He wants them to be able to care for one another. And this is a vital part of the Christian walk, right? To bear each other's burdens, to have people coming alongside you, that you might not be doing this Christian life, this Christian walk on your own. And we see as we continue through that Paul is concerned about their holy living. He wants them to bear good fruit. Now, remember, he was just talking about the fruit of the Spirit in chapter 5, and the chapter breaks aren't there. This is all kind of one thought. So he wants them to bear this fruit of the Spirit. He wants them to reap it. He doesn't want them to do these works of the flesh and reap corruption, but he wants them to sow to the Spirit because then they will sow to the Spirit and sow uh, and reap eternal life. And then what is his encouragement here? Let us not grow weary of doing good for in due season we will reap. It, it might not seem like it's gonna, gonna happen. It might take a while. In, but in due season we will reap if we don't give up. Keep at it, Paul says. Notice the encouragement that he has here. As harsh as he has been against the, the Judaizers here and these teaching falsely that you had to be circumcised. Notice how encouraging he is. Don't give up in holy living. Don't give up in sowing to the spirit. And we see something interesting here uh, as we close up in verse 11. Uh, notice, see with what large letters I am writing with my own hand. Uh, this is why we're pretty sure Paul had a, a vision issue. And we also get an idea of how upset he is here because uh, he's writing this letter himself. He's not using a scribe. He's not using a secretary. Uh, yeah, he is, he is concerned. Uh, he's writing it himself. He's telling them this. But as we close up, we see in verse 14, but far be it from me to boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. In other words, he doesn't want anybody boasting in circumcision. He doesn't want them to be boasting in their own works. He wants them to boast in the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ because that is, as he says, that's the way the world has been crucified to him and him to the world. And then we see this, this kind of conclusion to this whole thought that we've had here in the book of Galatians. For neither circumcision counts for anything nor uncircumcision but a new creation. That's his concern. The old, the old way, the, the law with circumcision and, and that sign of the covenant that existed, that has passed away because of the cross of Christ. And that is what he's boasting in. Not in the fact that he's been circumcised, not that he is a keeper of the law, but in this new creation that he is in Christ. So may we be like Paul here. May we be concerned, most importantly, with being uh, this new creation in Christ. May we not look to rituals or any type of law keeping as our identity marker, the thing that defines who we are or how we receive salvation. But may we daily remember that we're new creations. And what a great way for us when we are tempted to be able to say, why do I think I need this or why do I need to behave this way? That's not who I am anymore. I am a new creation in Christ. I am able to live a new life sowing in the Spirit, and I know that I will reap if I do not give up. So may we continue to desire to reap the fruits of the Spirit that we might bring glory to Christ alone. Let's close up with a word of prayer. 
Gracious God, help us to keep watch as we sojourn in your world today, lest we be tempted. Help us to bear the burdens of one another that we might love you and our neighbor to the glory of Christ. For we know that we reap what we sow and we desire to sow the Spirit. Strengthen us that we might not grow weary in doing good. Today we bring our prayers for the persecuted church. We lift up our sisters and our brothers to you and ask for your protection to be upon them. Keep them safe as they worship you. We also pray that you would protect them as they share the gospel. Give them a boldness to proclaim the good news of Christ and him crucified. And we pray that you would bring many to faith as your children witness to who you are and what you have done to rescue your people. And so, may we step into another day humbled by the great love that you have given to us in Jesus. Grant us the courage to speak of this love to those around us today, that we might be faithful witnesses to who Jesus is. We pray this all in his holy name. Amen. Okay, we are done with Galatians. We've finished that up. So on Monday, we're going to start a very short journey through the book of Jonah. We will see you then. Thank you for listening to Dwell in the Word. You can find more information about First Reformed Church at our website, edgertonfrc.org. Dwell in the Word episodes are available each week on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can also watch the video versions of these devotions at our Facebook page and YouTube channel. 